You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. I'm here in the studio with all three of the other hosts. Uh, let's start to my right. Uh, Jeff, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you I don't doing? want people to know the orientation in which we sit. Yeah, like, I kind of like the idea that people make up their own mental maps of where in the <laughs> studio we sit. It is true. Jeff does come in the office every day and says, if, if a sniper can know where I sit, I'm not too happy. <laughs> He's always thinking. You should be stop being so close to the window. Though. I mean, I'm usually like halfway in and halfway out of the door. That's where I like to sit. Right. Do you? Bad acoustics. It's a problem. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I get a good cross breeze. Matt is here. Ken is here. Uh, full house. Uh, how's everyone doing today? Pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, Matt. Uh, Matt punched someone at work. I think today, but it was all in self defense. Yeah, every day. Every <laughs> some some in self defense. Some not. I had to line up my knuckles for something. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we're, we're joined here uh, over Skype by our special guest host today. Uh, she was on a recent episode you may have heard uh, where she was victorious. Uh, I believe, was it with Jeff? Right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, Jeff and her were that victorious. Sound right. Jeff uh, won something? Jeff did. He won something. Uh, it is uh, one of our United States champions on Patreon, and we thank her for that. And it's Jill Slocum. How's it going, Jill? Pretty good. It's a beautiful day out here in Mesa, Arizona. Ah, Arizona. We wish we had some of that, that weather here, a little more consistency. Um, one thing we talked about right before we started recording, which we thought was fun, is uh, your Skype, um, I guess, subject line or, or profile line is, uh, if I don't respond, I'm just being a mom. Yep. I got a adorable, almost two-year-old daughter who takes up half my time. <laughs> and it sounds like all? she stole something from the corner store because there's some <laughs> sirens in the background. Oh, yeah. That's mesa <laughs> <laughs> crime riddled mesa as it's known uh so what do you do out in mesa um i am actually a psychotherapist mm. so i don't necessarily shink heads but i hope to expand them there you go mm. oh good so if is, those signs are happening much, much closer <laughs> This is part two of the Triviality Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, excuse, excuse me, ma'am. Um, you need to get off that phone. Uh, Somebody's doing... Uh, um, never mind. Hardcore loitering. Is, they take it very seriously in Mesa. No Jaywalking trivia. is a huge deal in Mesa. Yeah, It is. Trivia jaywalking is against the law. Um, well, uh, as a psychotherapist, I'm sure you hear all of our uh, weird uh, quirks every week listening to the show. Uh, how did you find the show? 
Um, I went uh, kind of through all my podcasts. I listen to a lot of tri- true crime, and I was like, I need to mix it up. I'm getting too depressed. So I put in trivia, and I found you guys, and I found another podcast that I listen to fairly frequently. But un- unfortunately, it did not pull you away from uh, personality disorders. <laughs> no, <the> it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty to work with here. Well, we're, we're eagerly awaiting your report on all of our personalities just from listening to us. And then maybe we'll murder Jeff and it'll also become a true crime podcast. So Keep the um, dream alive. But that bef- would prevent me from having to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, before we murder anyone, though, let's, uh, let's throw it to the, the man who murders the vocals every week. Uh, let's go to the rules guy. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Killed those vocals oh. this week. He yeah. did. They and didn't have he, a chance. He left no fingerprints, too. Slay, Darren. Right? <laughs> Am I good at this? Yep. I don't know. Uh, can you get some ideas on team names? What were you thinking today? Yeah, so since we've been talking about uh, moms, we mm-hmm. figured uh, Danzig loved his mom so much that he wrote a song about her called Mother. So we are Danzig's mom. All right. Uh, Jeff, uh, we're going to be a team. I'll let you pick. What are you thinking? Oh, I don't know. We got to stay on theme, right? Yeah, why not? So, what are we going with? Uh, how about something in the art world? Ooh, maybe Whistler's mother. Whistler's mother works out for me, and we're not talking about the painting. We're talking about Chris Christopherson's character in Blade. <laughs> <laughs> His mother, His prominently featured mother. <laughs> uh, so that works for us. Uh, so, Jill, I, I think uh, you said you wrote a game in our normal format. So, why don't you why don't you take it away? First question I have is the territorial cup in 1899 is the oldest NCAA football trophy. What two schools play for it? We are locking in with whatever Matt thinks. <laughs> so you're saying it's the Territorial Cup, NCAA. Um, what two schools are really big on territory? Oh, probably, um, what's the one that uh, Scott Barber, uh, it's West Virginia and um, Virginia Tech. Is that the big rivalry? That's one of them, but um, you have any idea? I would just say West Virginia or Virginia Tech or uh, Oklahoma um nebraska maybe are they next to each other they are um yeah i don't i don't really know okay all right we're gonna lock in with uh west virginia virginia tech okay and uh i didn't know first i was thinking harvard princeton or harvard yale somewhere in that area um but then i'm thinking it's two schools in the same general area fighting over territory which led me to penn state and penn so that's what we locked in with oh i think i know what it is now what do you think it is, Jeff? I think it's Michigan and Ohio State because they had a territorial skirmish for the border. Sorry to tell you, you both are wrong. Ooh. So in 1912, Arizona became a state and beforehand it was a territory. And the two schools that played were the University of Arizona and Arizona State. Oh, okay. And for a period of time, that trophy was actually lost and it had to get authenticated. But now it's back to being passed back and forth between Tempe and Tucson. Thank goodness. That's what they do keck stands out of in Arizona. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) The old Sun Devils. Uh, Party School USA. Okay, so number two. If you want to take delivery directly from the factory of a new Bugatti, what country would that be from? We're locked in. Mm. Sounds Italian, doesn't it? Yeah. Woke up in a new Bugatti. Oh, I knew you were going there. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know it, I know it from rap, and that's it. You're good to go Italy? Yeah, Italy. I believe uh, you would find their plant in Molsheim, France. So we said France. Jeff, you are correct. Uh, it is in France. Somebody watches the Grand Tour. Somebody owns a Bugatti. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Not I. Somebody, <laughs> somebody out there. Somebody definitely does. Okay, <laughs> number three. This lady was best known for her paintings of enlarged flowers, New York skyscrapers, and New Mexican landscapes. This lady has been recognized as the mother of American modernism. Mm. All right, that sounds right. I think I'm in the right area, hopefully. So we're locked in. Ooh, this is enlarged flowers, mm-hmm. landscapes, and New York cityscapes. Yeah. That that sounded familiar. Not really. Uh, I don't know too many George art moms. George O'Keefe. Okay. She's a painter, right? That's a name. Okay. That's what we're gonna go with. Locked in. Yeah, I wasn't too sure about the landscape portion of it, but I do know that uh, Georgia O'Keeffe um, painted large flowers, a lot of them uh, kind of uh, representing female anatomy, or at least that was the uh, the uh, symbolism, I suppose. But uh, yeah, we went with Georgia O'Keeffe. You are both correct. All right. Did she also do literature or is she just a painter? I don't know. I, I always thought of her as just the, as, as having the flowers paintings, but I didn't realize it was anything else. <laughs> That's the one you focused on, yeah, what right. you're saying. Yeah, every time I'm at the art museum, for some reason, I'm just like staring just at it. To it. Yeah, and there's like always certain points. There's other guys there, and then how I... dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Next question, please. Drake started from the bottom in what Canadian t- teen drama? Oh, uh, we are yeah. we are locked in. It's a tough one for me. Uh, back in the back in the six, as they yeah. as they call it up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys are speaking in tongues right now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he was doing a little more sitting, I believe, at the time. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> is that, is that, that's going to be cut. Uh, yeah, Degrassi, wheelchair Jimmy. Yeah, we went with uh, Degrassi. You are both correct. Uh, now, Drake, uh, you, you heard about his, uh, I guess, messing around with... Uh, Draymond Green. Well, Draymond Green, yeah, but what's it called? He's like a he's a bad luck charm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's the boxer, the, uh, the British... Josh, what's his name? Joshua... Something. Josh, something. Wait, uh, the British boxer? Yeah, so... He had knocked out last night. Yeah. Uh, and they never thought he was going to lose the fight. And then the night before or whatever on Instagram or something, he posted a picture with Drake and said he was going to break the curse. Yeah. And then he got knocked out. He got out. knocked out by some guy who clearly hasn't done a sit-up in like seven months. Probably seven years. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> okay, number five. Hats are an important accessory for this team-based style computer game. Team-based computer game? Are you going to lock in with that? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, in, we're locked in. I was trying to think, is there like a a game? I was thinking of Final Fantasy X-2 with like the teams and then the <laughs> costume changes having something to do with the... Love Final Fantasy X-2. I know you That's do. That's good. So I was trying to think if there was like something like that where like hats made a big difference as to like the performance of the characters, but... You put on the raccoon hat. Right. <laughs> the game. What were those, what were those, um, <laughs> those terrible games they released for like... Uh, for adults with like the guy in the Hawaiian shirt, like Gigolo Joe or something. Oh, uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry. Larry. I just remember seeing those at the store and I'm like, who, who buys these games? Not that there's anything Your wrong brother. with it. brother. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, he would only buy every game for $60. I was going to say, he wouldn't buy it for the uh, sort of the over-sexualized uh, storylines. He would buy it just for the fact that he needs to beat it because it's a yeah. game and he has to buy it. Yeah. Uh, in Je- the Steel Book. In the Steel Book case, yeah. A limited edition. Jeff, anything or... I, I have no idea. I'm not a. I haven't played a computer game since uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. So, 
FIFA 19. Ooh, you got it. You don't wear hats. I don't actually know. Do you know? No, let's just go with MLB the show because you have to wear a baseball hat to play the baseball. (laughs) That's a fair point. Um, (laughs) This is the the thing we wrote down was just the game that there's a lot of costume changes. I don't know if hats have anything to do with it, but maybe a little bit of dancing, maybe. Yeah, we're flossing over here. We we locked in with Fortnite. Oh. You both are incorrect. It is actually Team Fortress 2. Mm. Team Fortress 2. I know of that. Yeah, that's a Valve game. Yeah. Is it, sure. Wasn't it a, a Half-Life mod at one point? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Nerd See, stuff. now you guys are speaking in tongues yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, after five questions, looks like uh, Team uh, Danzig's mother's got uh, 20 points, and Team Whistler's mother has 30. Tight game. Okay, so number six is what country is the highest producer of olive oil? Oh, I just I just read a list of all the highest producing things like apples and nuts and um, all that kind of I stuff. Have a guess. Here, write down your guess because I maybe it'll jog my memory because I did look through the entire list. That kind of makes sense. I don't know if it's like on the nose, but um, I don't think so. I think it's a red herring. I, me too, because the thing was China produces so many things, but they also produce a lot of things that you would think would be like mm-hmm. very American or very, you know, Southeastern or whatever. But it's the number one producer of Stamoses. That's fine. We'll, we'll lock in. <laughs> I just happen to know somebody who has an olive grove there. And do they also have a Bugatti? <laughs> they do not. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll lock in with this then. Are you locked in? Yeah, we're locked in. We're- All right. So Jeff, uh, we're going with Greece. Mm. We're going to double down with Italy. You are both incorrect. It is actually Spain. Oh, that makes sense. But Greece consumes the most. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. A lot of importing. A lot of import, exporting, art I mean, I've definitely Uh had exported Greek Mm -hmm. olive oil. Okay. Have you ever had Oinkos Greek yogurt? Oh, it's so good. I have. I'm a Chobani man. Which is the one that Stamos does? Uh, Oinkos, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, Yeah, probably. Okay. It's the one that sounds the most Greek. (laughs) Okay. In 1952, what was the first children's toy advertised on television? Mm. We've had this before. 1952. We're locked in because I wrote this question, I believe. Uh, My first episode I ever hosted. Yeah. So I'm thinking back. Lincoln Logs? Nice flashback for me, Jill. It's it's making me Lincoln Logs sounds right. Um, Not... It's not sock and boppers, right? No, but I was thinking they like, are more fun than a bopper. Crossfire. I was thinking no, uh, that's also. Wait, it, they're all like the same theme. They're song. all the same song. Yeah, I was Crossfire. thinking uh, it's all like sock and boppers. <laughs> I was thinking light bright, but I don't know. I think that's, that's too early. early yeah, for that toy. Maybe a hula hoop. Ooh, what about your classic erector set? No, no, no. <laughs> Keep your erectors to yourself, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's always, at, Jeff's always in the art museum by the George O'Keefe paintings playing with his erector set. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, let's say Lincoln Logs, yeah, which get, doesn't make this joke any better. Let's get out of here and say Lincoln Logs. So I think you said Lincoln Logs the, the time I hosted this a long time ago. And it was right? Two, two years ago. No. Um, <laughs> Damn it. It's actually Mr. Potato Head, Damn I believe. It. Oh, yeah. When it was an actual potato. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. They only they only sold the like parts. Yeah, potato sold separately. Yeah, they had to stop with the real potatoes because they were rotten getting, in the box. Yeah, duh. Um, <laughs> that's such a funny fact. Uh, that's why I'm here, though. That's why I'm glad we're a team, guys, because you guys didn't know it, but I knew it, and I felt good about it. Yeah, as long as we waste all feel good. food with your friends. <laughs> okay, so number eight. This Nick Killer was drafted 11th in 1987. Yeah. 
uh, locked in. So who, who who are the Knicks' biggest rivalry? It's not. I mean, I'm trying to think back in that era, right? I mean, just I, we just need a good early '90s basketball player. How about um, Carl Malone? He did play basketball. He did, mm-hmm. and he delivered. He, <laughs> he took delivered a bunch le- of shots. Yes, did he deliver against the Knicks though? Yeah, did he deliver the kill shot to the Knicks? So let's just go with it. Why not? We'll go with the mailman. Um, I think this is the man who famously made the choking sign to Spike Lee in the first row uh, after he hit uh, 11 <laughs> points and I forget what it is, uh, but I think it's Reggie Miller. Mm. You are correct. It is Reggie Miller. Yeah. Was that the, so I, I saw the video footage of him when he scored like eight points in like eight seconds or whatever. Was yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. He was great. I loved Reggie Miller. Yeah. He was, and they don't allow you to do that anymore. <laughs> no. He's definitely my favorite basketball player. Was he? Named Reggie yeah. Miller. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit, Ken's always wearing number 31 for some mm-hmm. reason. I uh, his number. When I was a kid, I used to uh, try to do his shot, like mm-hmm. his mechanics. Didn't work for me, but it looked cool. You got to kick your feet out and try to get a foul. You got to not suck at basketball. That yeah, too. first you have to be good at basketball. Then you can, yeah. Okay, number nine. The Beach Boys had multiple appearances on this television yes. show. Yes. Oh, we're no. just talking about it. Oh, never mind then. You were just talking about it? Never mind. Oh, okay. Are you locked in? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh right, right. Because Uncle Jesse played Co- <laughs> he played Kokomo. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go with Full House on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're always around. <laughs> it's uh, Full House. Okay, so you were both correct. Um, number ten. When a person who serves in the military dies, where do you get the flag for a veteran memorial burial? Any line on something this I never thought of. Mm-hmm. I never thought of that either. I know we always talk about um, my my dad. Always once in a while, he's like, "I should probably, you know, request the one for your grandfather." Because my grandfather fought in World War II, so, um, we, you know, I'm sure he's entitled to one. But uh, I don't know where you get it from. Do you think it, it would it be like a maybe a building? Uh, I was thinking it was more like an organization, and I don't think it's like the DOD. I think it's maybe like a another organization. Mm-hmm. Like an anonymous, or not like an anonymous, but like we'll a charitable like organization and not like a... But. You're locked in. Yeah, we're going to say Italy again. Italy. Are you? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm wondering. Is it, are they, is it made from one specific place for this Oh, I don't, I don't think it's made from one specific place. It's in Flagstaff. Also in Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Quality joke. Maybe it is. Don't what care. if it? What if it is Flagstaff? <laughs> we just made the joke, and it's that's why it's called Flagstaff. Um, whatever you want to go with, Jeff. I'm not sure. So you don't think it's a government like a DOD or a I Pentagon? Or... I was wondering if it was, um, but maybe it's not. That was all I was trying to introduce. What if it like maybe that. from West Point? Maybe or that would only be for. That, that would probably only be one branch. I would think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But do you want to go Pentagon? <laughs> sure. The laughter maybe is not, not <laughs> very it's reassuring. Not, yeah. Not encouraging. <laughs> We're going to lock in with the, uh, the Pentagon. Uh, we're going to say the Department of Veteran Affairs. Okay, so if you have a veteran member die in your family, either the funeral home or whomever needs it, needs to pick it up from the United States Post Office. Oh, wow. Oh, just have them back there? Carl Malone yeah. delivering flags, right? Yeah, I we guess you're... Think- my mother for that question wow i never thought about that well thanks to your mother and this mother's (laughs) themed game well at least the at least the post office delivers one thing on time so Mm. so so somebody in your family passes the last place that you want to go is the (laughs) post office (laughs) 
<laughs> Apparently, usually funeral home directors go and get them. But yeah, if you're doing it on your own, you got to go to the post office. Uh, so I think that was question 10. So mm-hmm. um, with Jeff, uh, Jeff's answer alone of Pentagon and the laugh from Jill, uh, that puts our score. It <laughs> puts our score at fifty. Uh, what do you guys have? We are up to forty. All right, so still a tight game, uh, going into the swing round. Uh, before we go into the swing round, I uh, just want to let everyone know: make sure you guys join over, uh, join us over at the crop, and uh, you know check out all the the fun that's happening over there. Uh, one thing we mentioned on a previous episode is we have two forms: one to be a guest host, like Jill is doing today, which she si- signed up on or to be a guest contestant. And we'll, we'll try to do our best to go through that list. Uh, and if you're a Patreon member, you do get uh, a priority um, for that, but we still make sure everyone gets a chance to come on. So they're under the announcements tab on, uh, on the crop on Facebook. So make sure you sign up for that and uh, come host a show like Jill is, is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Do our work for us. Write us a game. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, take it away, Jill. What do you have in store for us for the swing round? Okay, for our swing round, we are actually going to do a little bit of hip-hop. All right. Oh, yeah. So this swing round is me giving you their birth names of Mm. members of different hip-hop groups, and you need to tell me what group it is. Okay. The first one is Chad Butler and Bernard Freeman. The second one is Joseph Simmons, Daryl McDaniels, and Jason Mizell. The third one is Kim Renard Nazel, Andre Romel Young, Eric Wright, O'Shea Jackson, Lorenzo Gerald Patterson, and Tracy Lynn Curry. The next one is Robert Diggs, Gary E. Grace, Russell Tyrone Jones, Clifford Smith, Corey Woods, Dennis Coles, Jason Hunter, Lamont Jody Hawkins, Jamil Arif and Daryl Hill. Let me think of a hip hop group that that's that big. There's only a couple. Okay, the next one is Michael Diamond, Adam Yansh, and Adam Horvitz. Following is Carlton Rinnenhauer, Keith Shockley, Norman Rogers, William Jonathan Drayton, Jr., Richard Griffin, and Lord Aswad. <laughs> what was the last one? The last one is Lord Aswad. Okay. Okay. That's unfortunate. Uh, and Kershnick Ball, Quavius Marshall, and Kiari Cephas. Okay, that was number seven. The next one is Andre Benjamin and Antoine Patton. <laughs> uh, the next one is Thomas DiCarlo Calloway, Cameron Gipp, and Robert Burnett. And the last one is Cheryl James, Sandra Denton, Latoya Hansen, but she was replaced by Deidre Roper. Okay. We are going to break to discuss these answers. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. 
Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're, we're locked in. Okay. So the first question was... Chad Butler or Bernard Freeman and Bernard Freeman not or they're both part of the band <laughs> they're both there <laughs> we're gonna go with um Cypress Hill on this one. Oh, nice yeah we didn't know on this one so we just went with one of our favorite groups Eric B and Rakim um it's actually UGK or the Underground Kings mm. the second one is Joseph Simmons Daryl McDaniels and Jason Mizell uh we think this one is Run DMC we also thought this was Run DMC you are correct. The next one is Cameron Arnazel, Andre Romel Young, Eric Wright, O'Shea Jackson, Lorenzo Gerald Patterson, and Tracy Lynn Curry. Well, I'd be lying if I knew all those names. Yeah, but, but I we... think we heard a doctor in there somewhere. Yeah. So we went with NWA. We also went with NWA. Which, of course, stands for Neil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you make me say it, it will be Neil with attitude. It's Neil's with, Neil with answers. Yeah, right. Neil with answers, yeah. Okay. You were both correct. Um, the next one is Robert Diggs, Gary E. Grace, Russell Tyrone Jones, Clifford Smith, Corey Woods, Dennis Cole, Jason Hunter, Lamont Jody Hawkins, and Jamil Irie, and Daryl Hill. Well, that's a whole lot of dudes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a so clan of dudes. Almost like a clan of dudes. So yeah. we said Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, we uh, we agree. It wasn't enough for D12, so we said Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> you were both correct. All right. We heard there ain't nothing. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is going exactly how I thought it would go. <laughs> uh, num the next one is Michael Diamond, Adam Yash, and Adam Horvitz. Yeah, I think... Uh, me and Matt are pretty sure this is the B Steve. boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like my sugar with coffee and cream. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we want the Beastie Boys. You're correct. Okay. The next one is Carlton Riddenhauer, Keith Shockley, Norman Rogers, William Jonathan Drayton Jr., Richard Griffin, and Lord Aswad. <laughs> well, that's a lot of dudes, too. So we went with uh, D12 on this one. Uh, yeah, we weren't sure. Um, I couldn't remember Flavor Flav's name, so we just went with Public Enemy. It is Public Enemy. Oh, we had that at one point. Yeah, we did, but we moved it. Dang. 
The next one is Kershnick Ball, Coavius Marshall, and Kiari Cephas. Well, we weren't sure on this one uh, 100%, but it sounds like names of guys from A Tribe Called Quest. Oh, I love it. Q-Tip and uh, everyone, yeah. Um, we realized there wasn't a lot of uh, modern groups on here, and I wouldn't really consider them hip-hop because they mumble everything, but we went with Migos. <laughs> it's the Migos. Oh. It is. The next one is Andre Benjamin and Antoine Patton. Hmm. So hey, was... uh... <laughs> You know this answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. It's Outcast. You're correct. Yeah, we said Outcast. Okay. And the next one is Thomas DeCarlo Calloway, Cameron Gipp, and Robert Barnett. All right, so this is the one we said Public Enemy on. Yeah, we had no we had no idea on this one. Um, so yeah, we just left it blank. It's Goody Mob. Mm-hmm. And the last one is Cheryl James, Sandra Denton, Latoya Hansen, who was replaced by Deidre Roper. Uh, yeah, this one Jeff kind of clued in. He said maybe it's salt and pepper and there are three of them i mean they had dj spinderella and then salt and pepper so hope, i don't know if dj spinderella was the one who got replaced but yeah we went salt and pepper we also went with salt and pepper <laughs> <laughs> it is salt and pepper all right here uh, i have a reservation for a miss pepper <laughs> all right so not bad we got uh, 30 points on that mm-hmm all right, after the swing round, it looks like the the scores are 70 for Danzig's mother and 90 for Whistler's mother. Mm, close uh, game. Yeah, very close game. Uh, before we uh, continue, Jeff, uh, why don't we tell people a little bit about Patreon, like Jill, who is one of them. Yeah, uh, there's really not much to say. Um, if you oh, don't be modest, Jeff. There's so much to say about Patreon. <laughs> now read the packet. Nothing that you haven't heard before, though. Oh, well, true. I mean, but there's way more than we probably do mention. So if you want to check it out, you can do so at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. If every Tuesday you wake up and you think, boy, I really want to hear the new episode of Triviality, you can get more just by supporting our show. For as little as $1 a day. That's right. Feeds a podcaster. So... <laughs> uh the support of everyone who already supports the show is really appreciated and uh any uh any new patrons we would love to have you so and we're so close to that private jet <laughs> yes you can smell the jet fuel i believe we're 0.12 percent of the way there cool that was for a one-time rental though okay. uh, all right well jill uh feel free to take it away for round two okay number one this mathematical number describes the collaborative distance between this mathematician and another person as measured by authorship of mathematical papers. The same principle has been applied in other fields where a particular individual has collaborated with a large num- a large and broad number of peers. All right, I'm going to be really crass here. Hey, Ken, f- you. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> because I made a mention of this the other day at Trivia, and he said, who the f- would ever care about that? Shut up. And I didn't say that. That sounds like Ken to me. <laughs> I didn't say that. I was interested. I confirm were... Ken did say it. We weren't there. <laughs> I was also not there. So anyways, long story short, we are locked in. Oh, okay. Mm, I don't remember what the name was. Uh, uh, Meinhof. Higgs Bosom. No, my, let's say Meinhof. Okay. I believe the correct answer is Erdosh. Erdosh. You are correct. Yeah. Yes, Jeff. So we were talking about Natalie Portman's Erdosh number. Well, her bacon Erdosh number. And her number. bacon number. Yes. What is what? What's a bacon? So a Kevin Bacon number is how many oh. degrees separated you are, <laughs> right? In film, and an Erdash number is how many degrees separated you are in terms of mathematical paper, paper writing co-authorship. Correct. <laughs> with Kevin Bacon. With Erdash. Oh, with Erdash. Because okay. he's the Kevin Bacon of mathematicians. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. As far as 
being in a bunch of stuff. So what's your Erdosh number? I don't have one yet. Oh, okay. I'm not a published in, in the mathematical fields. In terms so, yeah, of people that we've met, though, we now have bacon numbers. It's true. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're, it's it's pretty small. large, I would imagine. No. No. In terms of people I've met, I think my bacon number is kind of small. I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay. Number two. This children's British television show has been known to have American children develop British accents. What is it? Madonna must have been a fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it worked on her. Yeah. Could work on your kid, too. Uh, I have an answer. We'll lock in. Yeah, it's a funny, fun fact. Jimmy Bowes is actually American. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Mm. Uh, that explains why his cockney is so bad. What's yeah. my favorite character, Groucho? <laughs> Groucho the mocks. <laughs> Um, I don't, Jeff, can you think of any British children's shows? Something, what, what else would be as popular as like a Sesame Street or something that has, uh, oh, Teletubbies maybe. You want to lock up with that? Was that Tanky Wanky. <laughs> Teletubbies. What Teletubbies show are you watching? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, a, it's a British one, right? I mean, the sun I is the so. weird baby that just sits there, right? And they, it's mm -hmm. in the sun burning, I would think. I don't know. <laughs> Um, You're reading a lot into that. I am. Let's go tell Tubbies. Done. I feel good about it. I tell Tubbies. Okay. I don't, but we're fine. We're going to say Peppa Pig. Mm. I was thinking Peppa Pig. It's Peppa Pig. Yeah. What is yeah. What Take is, that. What Suck is, it. Isn't Peppa... <laughs> what is, what's Peppa Pig? What is She's that? She's the pig with two eyes on both sides of her face. And a British accent. Yeah. It's like a penis. Um, <laughs> is, that a, is that like a current show? It's a British yeah. penis. Oh. Yeah, it's a British show, and my daughter's obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Peppa where have I heard the name before? You wake up, you watch a Peppa after your What's bangers. What's Kate Middleton's sister's has, name? Has your has Pippa. your daughter? Oh, Pippa. Pippa, Pippa Pig. Right. Have you have you uh, has your daughter asked you to spare quid yet? Not yet. Spare quid, bruv. <laughs> she always goes hello, and I'm like, don't start. Oh, man. So we have to mix it up with some Sesame Street, so she sounds American. All right, gotcha. Good call, Peppa Pig. American, but like an American Muppet. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Ugh. You know, we all shoot for Gonzo. Gonzo with his natural American accent. That that one's even worse for the that is, phallic implication. I was going to say, you get Peppa Pig next to Gonzo talking to each other, and it's very phallic. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> Fran Drescher played the titular character on The Nanny. What is the name of the man she worked for? Oh, uh, that's a Matt question if I ever heard one. The character? Know. The character? The character's name. I think, uh, just first name okay? Uh, mm, I'll take it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Do you know it? Do you remember this show? No. Well, she was, um, I forget, the, the song tells you what what happens. The intro song. She was just walking Who's the boss? Day. Who's the boss? Uh-huh. I think that's right. Angela. Yeah. Angela's the Do boss. Do you know the last name? No. Is it... So it, it, the dude was rich, right? Yeah. He was a wealthy guy. Got a rich name. And it's the 90s. It's got to be like a 90s Richard. Uh, Richard. I mean, Richard, I'm having Richie, a Richie, Richie Rich. Richard might not be wrong, but. I'm just trying to think of her saying it in her voice, though. Like, Richard. You know, would that make sense? Or I mean, I don't remember Donald. that show at all. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I just remember he was on other stuff. So and let's just go Richard for Detective Richard Kimball. I think the guy's first name is Max. Hmm. Oh, that sounds Mac. right. Yeah. So we locked in with Max. It is Maxwell Sheffield. All Ooh. right. We'll take it. Maxwell Sheffield. Scoop that. Scoop that free answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
This Disney Pixar film combines psychology and multiple characters that played in The Office. What movie is it? Mm. Reluctant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, Inside Out, right? Yeah. Okay. I would swallow my pride uh-huh. <laughs> and choke on the ride. Okay. The laughter of choke on, empty inside. Choke on the yeah. what deal? Uh, what but did I say? Rhines, right? On the rhines? I don't know yeah. what the song is. Yeah. Swallow my pride. I, I would choke on the rind, but the lack thereof would leave me, me empty inside. I thought he said choke on the ride. Swallow my doubt. <laughs> turn it inside out. Is that your uh, answer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What confectionery genius named this popular treat after himself? It's Mr. Squirrel Nut Zipper, right? <laughs> I forgot about the squirrel nut zippers. I probably have a bag of stale ones somewhere. That at was home. when uh, when Mr. Squirrel had a very unfortunate bathroom accident, right? <laughs> hmm. So we're looking that? for the. He name. was a confectionery, not a bathroom genius. It's a guy who invented a snack and named it after himself. Mm, I know what it is. Uh, we're locked in. Okay. You leave Lord Snickers out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna name stuff. So I got Mr. Tootsie. And now, if, if if with the wording, we could say <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Uh, cause he, cause it's not a sweet treat For oh. some people They it put sugar be. in that crap uh, <laughs> Are you guys forgetting about Beavis uh, Butterfinger? <laughs> um, what's, uh, can you name some treats? Was, there, was a Hershey named after himself or the town? Probably the town I would think, right? Or Maybe was not. the town named after him after he That's a good, that's a good call I'm going to find this town and make chocolate And it'll be called Hershey after me Jimmy Hershey <laughs> and I'm gonna, This man is being quite a ho-ho uh, watch out for that. Yeah, I thought Mr. he was more of a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! It's Mr. Twix. Can we? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, Hershey's fine. You want to go with Hershey? Was it Hershey? Are I, there any other? Come on. Well, she we... said confectionery treat. What's like a very generic, like a macaron or something like that's just a weird name like that, like uh, um, cannoli or like stuff like that. That Sir Biscoff. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I don't know. Going with your f- beloved Biscoff. I pocket. do love. I do love the the Biscoff. Uh, man, I'm I'm like very lightheaded. I don't want to pass out this episode. So be wary. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go Biscoff. I think uh, this was a a white guy named Jack, so we called it Cracker Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you both are actually incorrect. What? It is Reese's. Because it belongs to him. I knew that. Harry Burnett Reese sold the Lizzie Bar and the Johnny Bar candy bars he named after his children, respectively. But his chocolate covered peanut (laughs) butter. But his only success was named after himself. (laughs) What a. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next question is What is the most densely populated country in Europe? Oh, I know what it is. We're locked. Cool. (laughs) We're locked. You guys going with Italy again? <laughs> Triple down. <laughs> We're on a roll. We're going to Italy. Uh, I believe the correct answer is Monaco. Okay. The most densely populated country in Europe is Monaco. And it has um, an area of 0.78 square miles and a population of 38,400. And the population density is more than uh, 40,000 people per square mile. That sounds terrible. Wow, that's really densely packed. Yeah. I mean, it's like a square block of New York, but just in the right. south of France. If New York was a country. I mean, yeah. It's almost as dense if you took Biscoff uh, <laughs> and put it into a donut and it became a Biscoff pocket at Stan's Donuts. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Nope, moving on. Number seven. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven. In the books, The Grapes of Wrath, what state did the Jodes leave to go to California? Another one of those books that I've never read. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movie, but Setting I couldn't tell you. Down old New England town. Do you know anything about The Grapes of Wrath? Dust Bowl, right? Uh, yes. The it's Dust about Bowl. wine, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? it I think it's when grape... you drink too much, you get a little angry. <laughs> the, the grapes have their wrath. No, I heard The Grapes of Wrath was the... Uh, was the novel that was based on the newscaster who was stomping on grapes fell on her face. <laughs> oh, 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 I love that oh. clip. And the grapes got their wrath on her for uh-huh. stomping on them. Um, you're locked in? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where did the Dust Bowl take place? Uh, it was pretty Midwest. I was thinking like maybe Oklahoma, Kansas. Ooh, I kind of like Oklahoma. I don't know why. Because it's another musical. Musical. <laughs> yep. Oh, what a beautiful morning. I played the drums for Oklahoma. That is a tedious musical. It's oh, very no long. I've heard that story. Um, <laughs> I've never said Oklahoma. I haven't talked about Oklahoma yet. <laughs> I played drums in other ones. <laughs> I did play drums in other ones. Of all the states to make a musical about. Uh-huh. Yeah. And not, nothing against people in Oklahoma, but... I mean, uh, come on. I'd see that before I saw Florida, the musical. Oh, I would love Florida. That would be <laughs> great. I love that there it was a... Chaos. Yeah. It was so great that there was a 20-year age difference between Curly and, the, and his... Uh, his female companion what in that show. What would be the worst musical based on a state? Uh, Idaho? Well, nothing. There's a lot of potatoes. It could be kind of, kind of fun. <laughs> All right. North um, Dakota, the musical? Oklahoma, I like. Do you want to go with that? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. We're going to go with Oklahoma. Same. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Nice. All right. Good guess. Apologies Thank you, Jeff. Apologies to our six North Dakotan listeners. Mm-hmm. We Number see eight. <laughs> I'm just going to cut you off. Um, which musician received the Pulitzer Prize in 2018? Lockton. Mm-hmm. No. He won a Nobel Prize for literature. Oh, right. I keep saying he won a uh, Pulitzer. It's Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that's right. That's right. For, for Dam. For Dam. Did you say Nobel or Pulitzer? Pulitzer. Mm. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Well. Yeah, we misheard it. And we, we locked in with uh, Robert Dylan. Yeah. Which we got, we, which we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> it is Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. We had the exact opposite problem. Whatever, whatever team I wasn't on did what I just did <laughs> last time. Yeah, that was me because I, yeah, I think I said Bob Dylan last time. Yeah. On accident. Okay, number nine. Although Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan were in Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail, what is the third movie that they starred in together? Uh, locked in. Yes. I knew you'd be locked in right away. I knew you got mail, so. Was he? Was she in... Um, Did Carl Malone deliver it? Captain Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> She's the captain now. <laughs> I've got your mail now. She's the Somali pirate. <laughs> I, I've intercepted your mail. I've got your mail now. That was really interesting casting. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. What about she w- cast away? No, she wasn't in that. You'll not be sleepless because I'm putting you to sleep. I'm the captain now. Uh... Was that movie where he sleeps in the terminal? The, ter- the terminal. <laughs> <laughs> that was Catherine Zeta Jones. We get closer. I, I love a Matt just goes. How about that one where he lived in Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Yeah. Remember that one where he was really trying I, hard to catch yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio if he could. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one where he didn't really kill ladies, but he was just had a really good sense of humor. You mean the Lady Killers? Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Classic. Wait, you think it's a later? Saving Meg Ryan? Classic. <laughs> Sully? No, Meg Ryan doesn't do very much now. She was not in Sully? I don't think so. Forrest Gump 2? 
She wasn't in Forrest Gump or Forrest Gump 2. Remember that one where they were going through a divorce together? <laughs> Never mind. Let's say a really long road let's to say Meg joke. Ryan was in Bachelor Party somewhere. Ooh. Can't believe Ken actually uh, got it right, which he didn't. But uh, <laughs> I believe it's, uh, I believe it's uh, Bonfire of the Vanities. Oh, no, no, wait. Excuse me. Well, it's too late. Oh, Jake, it's uh, Jake versus Volcano. Jake? It's what did Joe I say? Did I say volcano. Jake? Joe. Yeah. Oh, you're wrong. So many Not every there. front. Told you I'm, I'm going to pass out for the Joe end of this versus, game. So she played the Volcano? I didn't see this movie. Uh, <laughs> Neil, drink some water. You feel like you're going to pass out. Mm, I know. I've been drinking hydrated. too much coffee. Final that question, right? Final yes, question. it is the final question. Sorry, Jeff. Final question. In a chef's hat, there are a hundred folds. What do they represent? Mm. Oh, I know this one. We're locked in. It's all the possible ingredients unchopped. The hundred cuts of death? Mm, <laughs> maybe. Hundred possible Somebody's flavor. taking 99 too many hundred spices. Let's say a hundred spices. Okay. I believe it's a hundred different ways you can prepare an egg. Ah, oh, that's right. You are correct, Jeff. Uh, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> oh, sorry. The, the, uh, that's all he ever wanted to hear. Uh, I've, I've done this show just for that purpose. I'm so angry with myself, Joe versus the Volcano. I yeah. can't believe I, I mixed those up. I always do. Yeah, no worries. Uh, that scrambled. We turned out okay. Um, Swedish chef, what what do you think the answer is to how many bork, folds bork, are in a hat? Um after the second round, looks like our final scores going into the final round are going to be 110 for Danzig's mother and 150 for Whistler's mother. And I just burped in mid Sorry. Ah, you're stra- <laughs> dying here, man. I'm dying here, man. <laughs> I'm dying. Hey, burger, I'm dying, man. No, a burger will give you a lot of indigestion, but you ain't going to die. <laughs> Um, oh my god it's like eating red meat and i'm just i'm ready to go uh it's like it's like that movie with tom hanks when he was like cast away in an island (laughs) (laughs) sorry okay so uh i just wanted to be known that the recording is at 58 minutes so we're gonna have to not cut any of this just to have a regular length episode it's all so good though all right Were you just about to tell me that movie where uh, Tom Tom Hanks talks to a bunch of spies on a bridge? Or <laughs> all right, and after the second round, going into the final round, uh, the scores are at one ten for Danzig's mother and one fifty for Whistler's mother. Uh, so, Jill, what uh, categories do you have for us? Oh, uh, wait a minute! Before we go into the final, what was that movie called <laughs> with Tom Hanks where it was a story about toys? <laughs> That reminds me of the one where you actually... Uh, that was, was big, actually. Okay. <laughs> what about the one that was a story about stories that were in the Washington Post? <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, what do you have in store for us? Okay, so your categories for the final round are... First one is No Strings Attached. Mm. Tearing Up My Heart. Oh, I see a theme. I drive myself crazy. Mm. Pop. Mm-hmm. And giddy up. Oh. Those are all uh, Backstreet Boys songs, right? <laughs> God, I love that you put giddy up because that's an oft uh, yeah, forgotten a deep cut. Yeah. God, giddy up. Called you on the phone last night. All, <laughs> girl, you alone. <laughs> I, sorry. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry too. <laughs> sorry to everybody that it's come to this. Yep. And Lance Bass, the only solo we ever had in NSYNC. He goes, "Girl, are you alone?" <laughs> All right. So this is the episode where Neil passes out. So mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to pass out from joy or from a lack of blood sugar. So let's, let's or find both. Out. Find out what happens. Yeah, let's Next. find out. <laughs> all right. So the wagers are in. It seems like uh, we're all taking a a bold approach. Me mm-hmm. and Matt are going twenties all the way down, and your team is going thirties all the way down. So hopefully, these questions are in our favor. Let's find out what they are. The infamous serial killer Dennis Rader, also known as BTK. Question is, what do the letters BTK stand for? B as in Bob, T as in Teddy, and K as in Kite. Okay. Tearing up my heart. Every cell in the body receives blood from the heart, except for this one organ that can be donated. I drive myself crazy. Dementophobia, agatophobia, and maniaphobia. I'll describe this specific fear of what? Pop. Which soft drink is available in a kosher version during March and April for Passover? And giddy up. What is the most recent Triple Crown winner? Okay. We will go discuss these and uh, get back with our answers. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. So all the answers are now locked in after some discussion, and uh, we're ready to get those questions one more time to give our answers. No strings attached. The infamous serial killer, Dennis Rader, also known as the BTK killer. What did the letters BTK stand for? Yep, I was very confident in the serial killer question. Uh, bind, torture, kill. Yeah, we wagered 30 points on this. Neil thought it might be the Boston Turnpike killer, but I was pretty sure that it was the bind torture kill so we said bind torture kill you both are correct it is bind torture kill okay tearing up my heart every cell in the body receives blood from the heart except for this body part that can be donated all right we thought uh, about the liver but we think it receives blood we thought about kidneys and we thought that uh is used to uh cleanse the body of uh of waste products so we went with the kidneys yeah, uh, on our end, uh, we just thought what might go with a nice Chianti and uh, some fava beans. So we said kidney for 30. 
Um, you both are incorrect. Mm. It is actually the corneas. Oh, oh, I said eyes, too. Oh, Jeff. Be like Jerry Orbach, everybody. Donate your eyes. Mm. I drive myself crazy. Dementophobia, agatophobia, and maniaphobia all describe a fear of what? Well, we uh, said losing one's mind or losing one's mental faculties. Okay. Um, yeah, so Jeff and I went to a deep discussion about the song itself, Drive Myself Crazy uh, by NSYNC. And as you know, it is uh, led by Justin Timberlake verse and a Chris Kirkpatrick verse. But if you look on the internet, you'll notice that originally JC was supposed to have a solo track. And I'm guessing the seniority of Chris Kirkpatrick being older uh, was the reason he was actually on the final album, which led us to believe uh, <laughs> that the answer was losing your mind or your faculties because Jeff uh, started to pull his hair out when I kept talking about NSYNC. So the answer is the fear of going insane. Hmm. There we go. I was much bigger of a fan of the fine young cannibals, but it's fine. Pop. Which soft drink is available in kosher versions during March and April for Passover? Boy, me and Matt had no idea, so we mm-hmm. just said uh, Sprite. Yeah, Jeff and I didn't know either. Uh, we thought maybe of a, a smaller brand because if Coke made admissions for uh, kosher, that there might be other things they would be changing for, and they're such a big brand. So we just said a local favorite, uh, RC Cola. Mm. The answer is actually Coca-Cola. Oh. Ah. Your last question. Giddy up. What is the most recent Triple Crown winner? Pretty sure it's American Pharaoh, unless I haven't been paying attention to the horse races for the last couple of years. Yeah, for 30 points, we said uh, we thought this one was American Pharaoh. Same deal. I knew it won a couple of years ago, but we didn't know if there was anything in the since then. So, It is actually the 2018 winner, Justified. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, that's a double pun there. Justified. Should have oh, got that, Neil. I know. Think about Should've. it. Should've Every time, I, I always hashtag Justin Timberlake and just look at everything on the internet to try to remember it, and I did not get that one. <laughs> And that is going to do it for the game. It looks like after the final round, Team Danzig's mother is going to finish with 90 points. And today's cream of the crop with 120 points, Chris Christofferson's mother's Whistler's mother. <laughs> On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah. Great game, guys. Um, I want to say that this long journey to get to the end of this game uh, and uh, be victorious reminds me of that one Tom Hanks movie uh, where he walked, I think, like yeah. 5,280 feet, but it was all green under him or something. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, great game. Uh, good the joke was like walking down a road, <laughs> a road to perdition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, came, how do you, came up big there, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait a splash in there with that joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, we really enjoyed uh, uh, playing your game, Jill. Thank you for writing those questions. No problem. Uh, do you want to give a, a shout out uh, uh, to your daughter? Yeah, I'll give a shout out to my daughter, Zara, and my husband, Zach. Thank you, guys. Uh, I don't know if they listen, but uh, we appreciate it if they do, or if Zara might not be old enough yet. Yeah, but uh, Once she gets an iPhone, make sure she subscribes. Maybe when, we, <laughs> maybe when we stop making jokes about peppa pig shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey that came from jill though it came from her mom <laughs> so, uh, matt so i i know in the news you were talking about it a lot on the social medias that uh, itunes was getting shut down um mm. but what does that have to do with us with reviews i mean are we still getting it yeah we'll still be getting them uh you can actually make them right from the uh the uh, apple podcast app so we can still get all those nice reviews that you guys are sending uh much like from our friend brownstone 887 who says it's the best way to pass an hour of time debatable Thanks. that's really you. high praise yeah oh that is kind of debatable yeah uh what else you got it's over not, there it's very clear that we don't come down on the good side of that one you could <laughs> be eating tacos 
making sweet, sweet love for while like two eating minutes. tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus then you get 58 minutes back. Yeah. Well, we also have one from that Rodney guy who really likes the rules guy. Uh, you wouldn't think this podcast could get better than the premise already is. Four guys goofing around and answering trivia questions, but then they throw it to the rules guy who does live reads every show and absolutely nails it show after show. I wish Darren knew how much he was appreciated. He probably yeah. has no idea. He probably doesn't. We'll have to reach out. Maybe we'll have him on as, as a contestant. Maybe I don't know if That'd he likes trivia. Yeah. yeah, why not? It would, would do blow it. my mind. I don't know what his rates are. It's usually about five, right? Is that where <laughs> I don't know, but from? who knows if he likes trivia, but that'd be great though to have him on. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, they have to be one word answers because if we're paying per word here, it's going to get kind of expensive. Us, yeah. Uh, well, Jill, you are a Patreon supporter, and we we very much appreciate that, and uh, we can't thank you enough. Uh, any final words for this great game that you put together for us today? Thanks for giving me forty eight hours to complete a game for y'all. <laughs> I know. Hey, you you succeeded. You did it in the uh, the time allotted. We we appreciate it, and uh, hopefully, people enjoyed your previous uh, appearance on the episode with Jeff, where you guys were victorious. Uh, anything else from you guys, or uh, or no? I think that'll do it. Yep, that wraps a, it up. It's that been wrap. a great day of recording, gentlemen. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a great day. The weather here is pretty nice. It's not uh, too cold yet, sort of like a polar vortex uh, with Tom Hanks. But um, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate everyone listening. We hope you uh, continue to spread the word and uh, tell your friends about our show. And uh, for Jeff, Matt, Ken, and Jill joining us today, my name is Neil, and that was Triviality Podcast. Ooh, Triviality Podcast. Oh, oh I had it. That's, that's fine. Uh, now I'm going to pass out. This episode has gone off the rails. <laughs> it's the classic, uh, what's it, the trolley problem? The, no. Well, <laughs> what's this have to do with the trolley problem? The trolley problem in the studio has an answer. I kill Neil. And then we go home. <laughs> my, my final wish is that I'm just a messy death, so you have to take hours to clean it up mm. and feel bad about it. Not in your apartment. We leave it. They pay Sorry, people. Colleen. You could pay people for that. Yeah. With our Patreon money. We're only splitting it three ways, though. <laughs> Neil's dead. We killed Neil for that $5 in Patreon money. You need to pay off your witness if somebody's going to die. Oh, that's true. Oh, we'll just disconnect the Skype first. <laughs> yeah. yeah.